Welcome back, guys. This is another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast, and I want to talk about a very important topic this week uh, that we should always be considering, but maybe I think it's a, uh, as I self-edit, um, yeah, I think I think this is a topic that a lot of us need a good reminder on. Um, especially if you are a guy who is, um, not married and dating and looking to get back into a, uh, a relationship, right? It's the importance of choosing your wife wisely. And in this episode, I want to talk about the importance of, um, that impact on your emotional well-being, your physical health, economic stability, your personal growth your legacy and ability to procreate and bring children into the world, societal influence, and just ensuring companionship, right? And some some good resources I'm going to include at the end, um, just so that way you guys have some good uh, tangible books and things like that to, to dig into a little bit more uh, thoroughly. So yeah, we're going to talk about the importance of choosing your wife and how that decision impacts everything. Okay. So um, first things first, I just want to uh, thank you guys for being subscribers to the podcast. Uh, thank you for your your patience and your understanding as I've dealt with a, a litany of either technical glitches or just a crazy, crazy work schedule and, and juggling things at home. So um so yeah, just thank you guys. And, um, you know, I just, my, my continued thanks and gratitude, uh, can't be expressed enough. Um, my shifting gears, obviously into this episode, my prayer is that, um, I'm just able to get out of the way here and that God's able to speak, uh, and that something that is shared today, not only hits home, but can strike a chord uh, within you, right? Something that can, can fill a space that's been needing to be filled and you've been chasing it, um, chasing to fill it with all the wrong things. And I, my hope and my prayer is that God is able to use these words that you hear in this episode to resonate, uh, something deep within you to enact change. So, um, having said all that, thank you guys again for tuning in. Um, you know, so I'll, I want to talk a little bit. Uh, if you're obviously an experienced listener of the show, you'll know that uh, my dating background has been uh, pretty messy, to put it lightly. Um, yeah, it's it's just been a, a probably a book's worth of of knowledge and information that can be shared of what not to do um, and what doesn't work. Right. And I think there's a lot of value in sharing some of the wisdom and the nuggets uh, learned from those experiences. So that way you guys can hopefully say, Hey, that sounds like the crap I've tried to pull. And you're right. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so as I'm starting to look into what's the right way to go about this whole dating thing and picking a partner, am I on the right track? Right. That's ultimately where, where you're at. If you're in that situation, you're wondering, can I trust my judgment? What am I doing wrong? What do I need to look for? And is it time for me to start realizing that that dating is not an opportunity for me to 
save someone, right? It's the savior complex has to go, has to go. So um, I will put it this way. So I, I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten married, I've learned what actual healthy biblical marriage and love looks like, right? Understand that it is, it is something that is totally selfless. Um, not to say I'm not going to be selfish at times. Like sometimes I'm selfish. Right? Sometimes I want to sleep in instead of get up and, and help with things around the house. But um, that's few and far between, but I digress. So what's the, what's the difference, right? What's the difference in what we were doing before that didn't work and what's working now? And to put it as, as succinctly and brief as possible, it's the fact that I surrendered finding my partner and I gave it to God. And that's it. I surrendered trying to do it myself because everything I was looking for was trying to serve a selfish ambition or need or desire that I had that I kept trying to think, yeah, this is the right thing to do or yeah, God's going to support this because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do it, you know, maybe the right way in my eyes. And in reality, it was me trying to justify poor decisions, poor actions, selfish, sinful desires and, and wants, right. And it had nothing to do with so much wanting to help the other person. Right. So we'll put it this way. So I've got some, some experience with dating people with troubled pasts, people with baggage, people with previous kids from previous relationships, whatever. Um, and I think a lot of the void I was trying to fill of, man, I never had a, a you know, maybe a realistic role model and a father figure to look up to. Maybe I can be that for somebody, right? Maybe I can try and help be that that husband that they didn't have before. I can be that boyfriend they never had before, that father figure their kids never had before. Like that's all selfish, right? That was selfish of me to try and, and puff myself up, build myself up by trying to essentially blame their situations and their mistakes as to why it didn't work out. Does that make sense? Right. It was nothing about me really trying to, to grow as a person and to realize I didn't need anybody, right? I didn't need the relationship. I was so afraid of being alone and I was so afraid of, you know, being unlovable or um, not being a man, right? Not being a man because I couldn't find a wife and I couldn't, couldn't raise children. And I had, had desperately wanted, right. For the, the majority of my life to, to be a good husband, to be a good father, right? To kind of be what I never had in a parent. And, and again, this is no disrespect to, to my father. Um, just the circumstances sucked and, and I didn't have a good role model, to, you know, 24 seven. So um, it, it, from a, a male figure. So that's, that's just how it went. And so I think a lot of that crap that I failed to deal with um, bled into all these relationships. And I, I just thought that, 
right? Like I could make any relationship work because it was up to me. And just how egotistical is that? Right? No matter how bad it is, I can make it work. That's so self-absorbed and just brazenly pompous and arrogant. But that's where my that's where my head was, right? So fast forward many just extremely dramatic and and painful breakups not even necessarily because of the the loss of that relationship but just the drama that was involved made it extremely painful to deal with because it shook my ego and it made me doubt who i was or who i thought that i was or even more concerning to me at that time what are other people going to think that i am Right. Because that was super important to me at a period of time in my life. Um, and so that's, that's how they got to the point of being just really ugly breakups. Right. And, and ultimately kind of that growth journey that started through those breakups is what led to this whole journey of, of self growth and becoming a better man and trying to figure out, why, what am I doing wrong? Right? Am I just so blind to how I'm getting in my own way that I'm trying to blame this person or that person, this relationship, that woman? Like, what it 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 has to get to a point where you go, enough is enough. What am I doing wrong? What is it about me that leads me to this same point in this fork in the road every time? The same dead end is probably a better way to visualize it. And so I started digging in, right? And, but just know that process of like, it's not like flipping a light switch or just waking up the next morning on the right side of the bed. And it's like, all right, I'm making all the right decisions now. I'm doing everything selflessly instead of selfishly. I'm focused on God and I'm not focused on me anymore. Boom. That's it. I'm fixed. No, no, that still took another few years of, of just learning and just realizing like surrender, man, just surrender, get out of the way, be willing to totally give it up to God. And you say, God, whatever you desire for my life, I'm going to accept steward and take ownership of and move forward with it. But no, I kept trying to assert my way and insert myself into you know, God's will. And ultimately everything worked out the way it was supposed to. I don't want to gloss over that, that important fact, everything worked out the way that it was supposed to, but how much of it could have happened sooner and much less painfully, <laughs> much less frustratingly, right? Maybe I could have gotten married younger instead of pushing 40. Um, but you know, that's, that was my journey, right? That, that's what I think made me a better husband and soon to be a better father. So that's right. You heard it here first. I, I My wife is pregnant and we are very excited, very blessed. Um, so yeah, we're, uh, we're just gearing up for parenthood. So anyway, um, let's, let's get into kind of the, the main topic, right? that I think could be helpful for you guys. And that's the importance, right? Understanding the real importance of 
choosing your wife wisely, choosing well, right? Um, it's no secret, you know, for probably as far back as, as it was created to be instituted, you know, marriage is a, it's a sacred bond, not just between you and this, this person, this wife, but between you two and the Lord. It's often considered um, as one of the most important and significant decisions that a person can make in their lifetime, right? And in this episode, I hope to share and shed some light as to under, like, so just so you understand that for men in particular, the choice of a, a life partner can have lasting implications, both positive and negative. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have learned this already. Um, and this is on multiple dimensions of life, multiple aspects. So therefore it becomes crucial for men to choose their wife wisely. So the first point that it impacts us is our emotional well-being, right? That seems obvious, right? Our, our emotions are in a healthy place. And a lot of times they are aided and impacted by the person that we choose as a mate. A harmon or sorry, a harmonious marital relationship is the bedrock of emotional well-being. A supportive and understanding wife can act as a pillar of strength during challenging times, provide solace, love, and comfort, right? On the other hand, a tumultuous relationship can lead to stress, anxiety, and depression. Hence, choosing a life partner who aligns with one's emotional needs is essential for mental health. Amen. That has been my life so far in a nutshell, right? Being in a supportive and understanding relationship absolutely is a pillar of strength during challenging times that provides solace, love, and comfort, right? I know for a fact, outside of God, there is no one else that I can depend on more than my wife to help me get through these tough times that we face. Absolutely, 100%. Right. Because I will tell you in the past, being in tumultuous relationships, they are nothing but stress, drama, chaos, anxiety, depression, self doubt, self worth issues, self esteem issues. You see where I'm going with this? All right. So choosing your wife as someone who aligns with your own emotional needs, understanding that. And, and gives to you willingly to help meet those needs is essential for your emotional and mental health. All right, next point, let's talk about our physical health. So it's, it's not really a secret anymore, um, but the research just continues to indicate that a happily married person tends to live longer and have fewer health problems than their single or unhappily married counterparts. A wise choice in a partner can mean a companion who encourages healthy habits, such as regular exercise, um, healthy nutrition, better eating habits, and timely, um, you know, medical care, right? So you're not going to let that, uh, that fractured tooth just get grossly impacted. And then all of a sudden you're having heart problems because you didn't take care of your teeth because you said, oh, I'll just chew on the other side, right? Your wife, if she cares about you, is going to force you to go. All right, that's just one example, but um, 
Yeah. So, so especially in terms of like, um, I've seen studies specifically talking about blood pressure, right. And heart problems, people that were happily married had lower blood pressures, fewer cardiac issues. And I think a lot of it has to come down to not just being that being happy, feeling fulfilled, lowering their stress level, improving their endorphins and, and like healthy hormones. Um, but for these other reasons, right, they, they will encourage you to have healthy habits. They want you to exercise. They want you to eat well. They want you to stay healthy. They're going to support those things and they're not going to drive you to negating the importance of those things. All right. So, um, it's, it's, um, it's just multifaceted how much the importance of choosing a, a, a good wife is on your life. But that leads us into the next point. Number three, economic stability, right? And a lot of that can also be financial stability. A marriage is not just an emotional and physical union, but it's also a financial partnership. The right partner can bring financial uh, prudence, stability, and growth to the household. Joint decisions on savings, investments, expenses, this can all significantly influence the couple's financial future, right? I, the, I had learned from a um, sociology teacher, I think it was my my first, my second freshman year of college, right? Because I failed out of my first one. Um, I'll never forget it because I had to I had to go to the community college because my GPA was too low to get into the university in my hometown. So, um, yeah, I. Uh, I transferred back to home and couldn't even get into the main campus where all my friends were. So I will never forget this teacher in this community college classroom um, as oftentimes fights broke out in the hallway because it wasn't the best place. But uh, I do remember him saying something like the best thing you can do for your, your financial health is um, get married. Oh, I'm sorry. Have a job, get married and stay married. <laughs> have some way to make money, get married and stay married. Right. Because obviously two incomes is better than one. It seems like anymore uh, it's impossible to just work uh, as the man of the house and the wife be able to stay at home. If you're able to uh, provide that sort of stability. So that way she does not have to work. If she chooses not to God bless you, brother, God bless you because they have made it such in a way that it is impossible for one person to be the sole breadwinner for a household of a wife and kids. They've made it impossible. And it's by design, right? This is my theory. And this is my conspiracy theory. It's by design to break apart the nuclear family and separate a man from his children. So that way they cannot be, re cannot be reared in strength and love and actual mature manhood. But instead it's all these illusions of manhood, all this fake parenting that's provided by social media, daycares, other people, right? Revolving door of partners from the mother who uh, is just constantly dating because they just want to feel somebody close to them and they can't um, keep anybody in the home with them. And so it's just a revolving door of, of male influence and it's not always healthy, right? So that's, I digress. I went down a rabbit hole, but just know that, um, being able to have a partner 
right? Who is able to not just help assist in the, the bringing in of the income into the household, but can help provide a great deal of stability, right? And allow you to either take more risks, right? So that way you can hope to grow the income of the family, um, but also to help you make better decisions, right? Understanding that um, you've got a kind of a, a an, an advisory board that you have to run big purchases through so that way you're not just blowing cash uh, instead of using it to invest wisely in, in not just your present, but your future. All right. Number four, let's talk about personal growth. A supportive wife can play a pivotal role in a man's personal and professional growth. She acts as a motivator, a critic, and a guide, um, helping you achieve your dreams and aspirations. On the other hand, a poorly matched wife can stifle your personal development, uh, and that leads to stagnation, uh, self-doubt, insecurity, and unfulfilled potential, right? If your wife is not one who will support you and play a pivotal role in your personal and professional growth, then you have chosen poorly, right? Now, when I said she acts as a motivator and a critic, just know this. If you choose poorly, she's going to be mostly a critic, right? Because she's worried about her. How dare you try to grow because that might impact her? How dare you try to start your business because that might impact her. So she's going to find ways to constantly cut it down and not support you. And I'm not talking about financial support. That might be the case early on. Trust me. When you want to start your own thing, you're not rolling in the dough. You're not. That takes a long, long, long time. It just does. But the importance of her being able to, to keep you on track, right? To question you in healthy ways. So as to that way you can see the things that you're missing in order to help you write the ship, stay motivated, continue to guide you with along the goals that you have set and established for your family, not just her goals, right? This way it'll be better possible for you to achieve your dreams and aspirations. And that's just it. If not, you're, you're just going to feel stuck and drifting and directionless. All right. Next point, legacy and child rearing. So raising children is perhaps one of the most profound responsibilities that a couple will undertake. The choice of a life partner directly impacts the upbringing, the values, the future for the next generation. And a wise choice in a wife ensures a nurturing environment for your children, setting them up for success in life, right? Raising children, it is terrifying if you've not tried to deal with your crap, you know, being able to, to partner with somebody to bring a child into this world who shares in the, the shared vision of how you want to bring up the children, the values you want to instill in the children, the future you want to provide for those children. 
it's all critical to that child, right? Because because think about it this way. Most of the crap that we're dealing with now is a result of some sort of wound our parents gave us when we were children, right? We think, and it can be tempting to think, especially if you've got a poor choice of a partner here, that they're going to make it about them and they can potentially use that child as a ways to try and build themselves up, right? That child can be that innocent and um, trapped sounding board to try and help fulfill whatever narcissistic visions and illusions of grandeur they have for themselves, right? You see it all the time. These mothers who, who idolize their sons, it's almost sick, right? In a way that they have this crazy close bond with them. It's not healthy, right? Um, and a lot of times, you know, these, these really unhealthy relationships between um, just overly controlling fathers and their daughters, right? They've got daddy issues. They're going to run and chase down every man they can find that gives them any kind of attention. Boys, if they've got mommy issues, they're going to try to bend over backwards and please every unhealthy woman they can find, right? It's, it all starts with who you choose to partner with, right? And number six, societal influence. So marriage is a, it's not just a, a holy institution, it's a social institution, and it plays a vital role in the community and the society at large. So a, a harmonious relationship, a, a positive, a happy, healthy relationship, it sets a positive example for others. It fosters societal values of commitment, understanding and love, and it can influence peers, younger generations, and the community as a whole, right? So, so choosing a, a partner well, so that way you can, can help be a positive example for others, right? Um, showing the importance of commitment, right? Because that is a far too overlooked quality anymore. No one is committed to anything because you can always swipe, swipe to the next one. X out of that one, open the next one, click on the next. So it's all, there's no commitment. There is zero commitment. And so you've been able to choose wisely, right? You, you can't help, but seek and pursue the commitment to each other, right? At least that's how it is with, with my wife and I, there is no greater, um, excitement, I don't know if that's the word for it, um, goal or whatever, then our commitment to each other. I mean, it's always God first and it's us second. Right. And, and the hope is that by living that out, you know, hopefully as a nice byproduct, other people look to that relationship. Our kids can look to our relationship, the community can look to our relationship as they witness it and see it as that's what I need to be more of. Right. It's very similar to, you know, hoping that, that we conduct ourselves in ways that others see God in us and they want to get more of that. Right. Where's that coming from? Well, ultimately like it's not just me picking a partner. It's, it's, it's me picking a partner that, that chooses God and pursues God. Right. So it's, it's, it's much less about us. And it's much more about him. And we're just, 
following because we love him, you know? Um, number seven, right? Last bullet point here, ensuring companionship. So one of the fundamental human needs is companionship. Nobody likes feeling alone. Uh, we were meant to, to seek companionship and, and a tribe and community and things like that. So choosing a wife wisely ensures that a man has a lifelong companion to share joys, sorrows, experiences, and memories. This companionship becomes even more crucial in the later stages of life, uh, preventing feelings of loneliness and isolation. Because as we age, as we get older, we self-isolate more, right? And that's a lot of times by choice. Sometimes it's by accident, but we, we isolate more. And without that bond, without that companionship, life can be very depressing and very lonely, right? And so choosing well, choosing wisely means you'll have a long lasting marriage and relationship and a companion to go through every stage of life's highs and lows and ups and downs with, right? So in essence, right, as I close this episode out, in essence, the choice of a life partner that a man makes, right, or the minute that a man chooses is not merely a personal decision, um, but it's one that carries profound implications for emotional, physical, economic, and societal areas of life. So a wise choice can lead to a life filled with love, growth, stability, um, and an unwise choice can lead to discord, regret, distress, chaos, and unfulfillment. So it's paramount, men, for us to choose our wives with discernment, uh, wisdom, understanding, and foresight, right? Because there's a lot more at stake than just our happiness, all right? So... Um, in the, the show notes, I'm going to include some links here. Um, and I think it's the publishing link. I don't think it's like an Amazon link or anything like that, but uh, or it's a webpage. I'm sorry. It's a webpage link that these books can be found on. Um, but I'm going to put these, these sources in there. And I will tell you some of these I have read and they are fantastic uh, resources. So one of them is like John Gottman. I don't know if you've heard of him, the seven principles for making a marriage work. Uh, the next one's by L.J. Waite, The Case for Marriage, Why Married People Are Happier, Healthier, and Better Off Financially. Um, Gary Chapman, I'm sure you've read this one. If you haven't, I recommend it. The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. Uh, E.J. Finkel, The All or Nothing Marriage, How the Best Marriages Work. And the last one um, by D. Pompano and B.D. Whitehead, The State of Our Unions, The Societal Health of Marriage in America. So, guys... Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode on uh, the subscriber episode. I hope it was, um, yeah, I hope it was everything you were looking for, right? So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, uh, shoot me an email at becoming a better man podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to, to reading those and just kind of seeing what you guys have to say, what you think about it. Um, and yeah, if, uh, if you haven't shared the podcast with somebody yet, share it with a friend, right? Share it with a friend, especially, especially a brother that, um, you know, is just always trying to, to better himself is looking for ways to grow, um, a little bit fed up with, with the status quo has a big objection to mediocrity and wanting to stay the same and just, uh, drift through life, right? Who wants to live life on purpose, share it with them. Appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, if you haven't yet, uh, look forward to seeing some of you guys sign up for the 21 day Becoming a Better Man Breakthrough. 
um, that course. If you've, if you've not checked it out, I'll put it also a link to that in the show description. And, uh, and yeah, also be on the lookout. I've got this really cool, uh, course coming. It's a digital course. So that way you can, can just, you know, buy it and go through it on your own. Um, but it's essentially about, uh, all the way, actually, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pull it up because I've already got the outline put together. Um, yes. Yeah. So, um, essentially it's about becoming a better man after a breakup, right? The best way to get over a bad breakup is to become a better version of yourself than you were before. So that way you don't have to repeat that same sorrow and heartache and hardship and sense of wasted time. Although it wasn't wasted time, it was lessons learned. So anyway, be on the lookout for that uh, for the next few months, but um, yeah, appreciate you guys. And we'll see you in the next episode.